welcome everybody to episode 100 and half of uh, the Four Torxman podcast. I am Nate, aka Angry Nate. 100.5 The Beat. <laughs> this is Collector Clint. And we also have a very special guest joining us this week. I will let her introduce herself. Hey guys, it's Julie Beauvais. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I see you actually have many monikers. You could be Julie Julie Bove. Yeah, be Julie Bove. Uh, Grimes. Grimes. There's there's a lot. The Pennywise lot. cosplayer. That's, yeah, the Pennywise the cosplayer. The Ho. Um, the everybody. There's a there's MC a 2.0. Oh yeah, definitely. That's a popular. So wait, wait, wait. I didn't know the MC 2.0. Does that mean she's new and improved MC? Yeah. Okay, just slightly taller, yeah, no. maybe as well. Which <laughs> that's not, okay, all right. <laughs> that's I'm, not I'm saying not much. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mrs. But, uh, Dizzle, I like that. Miss <laughs> Dizzle, Miss Dizzle, Miss Dizzle, Mrs. Oh, Dizzle. <laughs> Mrs. Dizzle. Jesus, what happened in the last? Oh my God, what did I miss? Did you guys get married? You guys actually get married? Yeah, we actually, we actually. Oh, did. you actually did. Congratulations. They, they oh, Thank you so much. Yeah, and Clint's on their honeymoon without them because Clint <laughs> yeah. arrived yeah, he's doing from his hotel in, in Maui yeah. right now. You guys would be having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You if you, I wish got you that guys... couple's massage for just himself. <laughs> it's got four hands and, you know, like all the extra, uh, all the extra. My, my brother was talking about getting a Hawaiian massage. And I go, what is that? And he goes, I don't know. They use a stick. I'm like, I don't know if you know what Hawaiian <laughs> massage is. I'm a little nervous about it. Is that what you tell your kids? Is that what they tell your kids when they're in trouble? It's like, I'm about to give you a Hawaii massage, and you just (laughs) whip them with a switch? Just just not to get too gross, but uh, we uh, we started talking about doing a glass-bottom boat tour tomorrow. Mm. And, um, yeah, let's just say it kind of went downhill from there, because the first thing I think of with a glass-bottom boat is not appropriate. So, yeah. Anyway. Just make sure you're wearing, like, pants with like you oh. know not like assless chaps or something you don't yeah. want to scare the fish right that's right oh i'm into that yeah but i really yeah. wish you guys could see clint right now he is living his best life in hawaii he's got his hair down he's got the bucket head on he's got the the graphic tee this he is he is enjoying himself right now so we're I very am. happy that you're on vacation clint by <laughs> the way i'm super excited we're recording this right now because i get to wish everybody a happy pineapple day and i'm in hawaii so, I mean, I, I'm hoping when I finally get out of my place, there's just going to be pineapples everywhere. Pineapple parade? Pineapple. That's right. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. But, and pineapple but, I guess parade. I'm a little disappointed. Yesterday was uh, the 26th, which I guess is 626, experiment 626 day for Lilo and Stitch. And not a single person told me happy 626 day. That would have been perfect. Are you actually right? in Hawaii? Are you sure you're in Hawaii? I I, I might not be. I, I don't know. I didn't follow the plane exactly. Maybe we're in like <laughs> fucking Montana or something, and they're right. just pretending. I don't know. But it's just it's just a lake, an island. In a <laughs> yeah, lake yeah. In Montana. I did an amazing job replicating it. But I mean, they can do the moon landing. Why can't they do Hawaii? I, I think I've seen that show on NBC. <laughs> fake fake Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> the the Truman Show, but with Clint, and he's actually in Montana. Like that would be amazing. <laughs> That would be an incredible episode. I do. I do want to quickly say before we get too insane, silly. Um, Julie, thank you from the bottom of our hearts, from all of us, from everybody. We appreciate everything you've done for the podcast. Of that course. logo is amazing. We, I, I still love it. 
Um, and the pins came out even better. I'm glad you got one, obviously. But um, thank you for that. Thank you for the art you've done for us. Thank you for the support. We really do appreciate you. And I, I can't say it enough, so I wanted to make sure to at least say it here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll say it more, but thank you for everything. We really do appreciate of it. Of course, it's yeah. One too, many thank yous. yeah. one too many thank yous. Thank you guys for supporting me. I'm a I'm a small artist. You guys know me. So well, I, I really, really, really appreciate it. Tiny well, artist. We'll, we'll be... We'll be <laughs> <laughs> She's a small, tiny artist, but we'll be we'll be small. plugging your stuff always. But again, yeah, we, we every do appreciate it. Um, I mean, Clint's always going to plug you whenever he gets a chance. That's what I mean. If you, and, and whenever you want, I'm here for you. I feel like that. Just just call him junk rat, right, Julie? <laughs> junk no, rat. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, we've gone. <laughs> we've we've gone way too off topic here for a sec, but let me just quickly uh, run through our um, our weekly housekeeping. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, you can always email us at dorksmangmail.com. I've been putting off updating the robot email for like literally six months now. So, you know, what's another robot. six months? But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, email us. Maybe you'll, you'll find a new surprise. Um, but, of course, uh, if you want to play bingo, dorksmanbingo.com. Um, as always, shout out to Andrew of the Newland clan. Uh, thank you for building that for us. Uh, and also Larry uh, from the STS Guys and Totally Rad Movie Pod, as always, for the wonderful redirect uh, to dorksmanmingo.com. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that joined us last week uh, for our Dorky Hundo weekend celebration. Uh, we had so much fun doing the live fun. stream on the Sunday um, and also the live stream on the Saturday. Um, thank you to Squidward again for stepping up and doing that amazing game for us. Uh, that was honestly so much fun. Um, we can't wait to do it again at some point. I'm sure in a hundred episodes, we'll be ready for more. Um, all the prizes, all the people that donated prizes, um, the guys from Vancer, thank you so much for that one of one uh, pineapple ramble that I won for Andrew, which is incredible. Um, yeah. Shout out to Christina and Damien from uh, Geek Together and also the ones behind Deathly Cute Toys. Uh, that one of one Dahlia is also incredible. Mm -hmm. I think Joey, you won that one for Eva, was it? I did no. not. That no, was Manny. Manny, Manny I, won that one. Yeah, I think he I never had the Dahlia. Yeah. Oh, you never did? Okay. Mm -mm. What did you Keep win going. for Eva? You won the uh, the uh, Tiny Ghost Doodle from Reese. Yes, the Tiny Ghost Doodle. That was, such a, good one. That was yeah. such a good one. Speaking of Reese, thank you, Reese, uh, for being a multi-time guest. Thank you for being super cool, hanging out with us all the time, uh, and also for the donating the art um, again. As thank you, Julie. You donated a commission, uh, which Jess won, which was awesome. Uh, and Austin, thank you so much, Austin, for also donating, creating our uh, pop heads, always supporting us and uh, giving us all the love and showing up to, to game nights and doing all that for us. We, we love you, Austin. Thank you so much for yes. that. I'm excited uh, to see both of those when they're done, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't we'll know who has to share them, that. but somebody has to share them. Yeah, somebody's going to share those for sure. Uh, Kelly, thank you so much as well for your custom Tiny Ghost. You've been doing a lot of awesome custom work. Uh, mm -hmm. We're really excited to see where you take that and where you're growing your stuff. Um, Barely, Jason, thank you yes. so much for the donation as well. Uh, that is an amazing artist-proof toy, one of one. Again, another exclusive that we were able to give away as a gift. See, none of these people asked for anything. All these things were donated to us, which is Fucking incredible because we've got like the best friends. Yes, um, we do. Todd from Toddland. Yes. 
wherever you are in the world right now. Thank you, sir. <laughs> He's back hiking amazing. again. Yes. He's so back hiking again. Yeah. Making his own uh, Burning Man somewhere that's, in the desert. Right. Yeah. Um, the offer still stands. Whenever a con comes back, if you need us to uh, help you work the booth, we'd be more than happy yep. to hang out and help you out. Um, we had some Funko Pops in there that uh, we donated, obviously. Funko collecting is what brought us all together. So, of course, shout out to Funko for continuing to give us a reason to do this. Um, and, of course, Bim Toy, which is uh, Reese's company. Uh, all the Tiny Ghosts, all that stuff you see is available or was available if you missed out uh, on BimToy.com. And, of course, The Abominable, which, uh, Clint, you donated. Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff from The Abominable, folks. Um, yeah, I like Love seeing them at the cons. Love seeing all the, the cool stuff that they come up with. So um, yeah, I don't think I forgot anybody, but if I, don't I did, think you did either. I'm I sorry. Think you're good. No, but yeah, thank you again just to everybody who did that and everyone who listened and hung out and asked us questions and did everything. We had a, we had a great time. It was a great celebration. It was. I'm still recovering. <laughs> In Hawaii, Montana. That's right. That's right. Mon, Mon- Mon- Hawaii. <laughs> we'll call it Maui, Montana. Ma- Maui, Montana. <laughs> Sounds like a rapper name. That sounds like a good rapper name. <laughs> I'd listen to him. I'd listen. So to him. We're, it's funny. We were talking about rapper names the other day. There's like Little Baby and Duh Baby. And I mean, I'm just kind of trying to figure out how to get Baby in my name. I'm Clint Baby now. <laughs> I'm Clint Baby now. Someone needs to write name. that down. Um, I'm going to write that down. Oh, I, I don't have a bell. I'm sorry. You don't. Dang um, it. Clint Baby. <laughs> how's, how's Nate going to get angry at the bell if you don't have a bell to ring? Maybe I'll just like smack the glass or something, or, or find a chalkboard and do my nails across it, or just headbutt you know. headbutt the glass and you'll be, <laughs> I'll be dead. But whatever, yeah. that works then too. Then your ears will be ringing. Right. Yeah. Turn the bell off. <laughs> anyway, one uh, thing I wanted to make sure to shout out to yeah. was the Cross the Streams Media. They yes. have been um, wonderful. I, make sure you guys are checking them out, not only for our stuff but also for theirs. Everything Nate mentioned, our social medias. Um, you can buy merch there. You still buy pins. They're all still there. There's links for everything there. And there's so many good podcasts there. Those guys have been really cool. Um, they they actually sent Squidward a shirt to thank him, even though they weren't even really involved. So it was uh, it was really cool. And they, they do such an amazing job. And they're growing all the time. Dwayne from Three Beers and a Mic is just killing it. And we're appreciative to be a part of all that. It's so, awesome. Yeah. Oh, we just lost Joey for a sec. I'm sure yeah, he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back. He got yeah. mad. I get it. He's enough. He's you mentioned cross the streams, and he's like, no, and he just like <laughs> hulked out and hulked had, out. had to leave. Yeah, <laughs> hulked out and left. Um, but yeah, today's episode. Why is it one hundred point five? Um, it's one hundred and a <laughs> half because uh, we honestly, Clint was on. We thought Clint was going to be in Hawaii this week. We thought we'd run away and do an episode without him, but you know, he's here, which is great. We we love having Clint here. Um, well, I'm only but, here for a few more minutes, so yeah. be, be kosher for a few more, and then you can go <laughs> buck wild, I guess. <laughs> um, but today's episode, we want to talk about just trending topics, things happening around the world, uh, silly things, things that just kind of caught our eye throughout the week, uh, which kind of leads into next week's episode, which is uh, about social media, um, episode 101, actual episode 101. So we want to give you a crash course on social media 101 next week. So make sure you tune into that. And of course, we'll have Julie back because Excellent. she is one of the youngest people that we know. So she's hip with it. She's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. I'm so Ear to the street, um, yes. as, as the kids say. <laughs> you what know. kid says that? What kid has ever said <laughs> ear to the street? 
say it, Julie. Like say it. My dad would say. Uh, yeah, uh, ear to the street. Yeah, totally. See? I say that all the time. See? She Every literally day. says it all the time. She's like, wakes up with her ear to the street, like literally, yeah. because she's like, on the floor. Because she's passed out in a gutter? I don't yeah. know how to feel about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, she does go to school in Florida, so. Well, oh, same yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right there. Fair enough. Fair Florida enough. is, is the gutter of the United States. A... Oh, yeah, it is. Among it other totally things. Is. Yes. All right. So anyway, very good. Well, where yeah. are you going to start? Tell, tell us let's start. Um, let's start with something that maybe Clint might know a little bit about since we, we still have him here. Uh, Britney Spears. Oh, so God. you guys all know <laughs> the conservatorship uh, that her dad's placed on her for years and years and years now. And um, I mean, uh, of course, it comes up in the news every so often, but it's things are heating up like things are getting serious um, there's a lot more details coming out about the stuff that she's been through. Um, the shit's crazy. Like, you know, I I can't I can't imagine literally being handcuffed by a court that right. controls your entire life and, while and she's every, free. And every extent mm-hmm. of it, like yeah. from everything from birth, you know, birth control to right. um, and this is just what I've heard. It's it's yeah. insane how in depth it is. Good call. Yeah. Well, the the thing about it that's crazy is that, from what I understand, once you get into or I guess have placed upon you, I don't know what the proper verbiage is that conservatorship. Mm-hmm. It's quite difficult to get out of. It's kind of like right. if you get admitted to a psychiatric hospital, you know, mm-hmm. and you didn't check yourself in, you know, and having to get checked out. It's 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 a very um, tough hill to climb to get out of. Um, which is, is awful that she got into that situation in the first place. But, you know, at some point you got to be able to like, be like, Hey, I'm kind of an adult and I've been like that for now. (laughs) And I don't think I should have my father still call the shots on every aspect of my life. And I, I, I you know, I I think it's just another indictment on our um, court system um, and how it just needs some, some drastic overhauling as far as that and numerous other things, which, you know, we don't have to get into, but I I just, I just hate it for her that she's basically being, you know, still treated like a child. In fact, I I think she has less freedoms than a child still living at home would have. Yes. As as far as all this is concerned. So she can't even visit her friends. Right. So sad. Mm -hmm. When did this, when did this start? And this is me not knowing a lot. I believe it it was 2000. Eight, I could be so wrong. She, I looked so it up. She was an adult but... then. She was like in her twenties, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I thought it was over okay. ten years ago. So that sounds about right. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Her dad's her manager, it. right? I, yeah. I think it happened yeah. around when she had that kind of mental Remoto. break, yeah, or, or whatever. I think that it happened after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate's over there googling things, so he may have some better information. Yeah, it's wow. been about thirteen years. Um, God, is when damn. it they've that she's been under this. And for many of those years, she's been posting on social and stuff. And she's been like, Hey, everything's good. You know, I'm living mm-hmm. my life. I'm enjoying. She had a fucking residency in Vegas at Planet Hollywood. And you know, she's doing shows. She's, so to the public, she's like, well, she's working. She's, she's gotta be doing okay. Yeah, like you, there's nothing right. wrong. Right. And then you see all these things that are popping up behind the scenes where they're just like, this is insane. Like, I just, I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. Well, but, and yeah, that was right. I, I just looked it up real quick. The conservatorship was put in place in 2008 following her 2007 uh, breakdown. That was like mm-hmm. when she, 
I think that was around the time when she shaved her head and did all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like people do that all the time. Like they they mm-hmm. they have mental breaks when they just can't handle the stress of life anymore. And like more so for her, I mean, you know, she's one of those child stars that, you know, didn't really have a chance to mature at the same rate that a normal person would. So right. of course those people are going to have, you know, issues just like the rest of us do. And it's like all of a sudden, it, you know, it's not about at this point doing what was best for her. It was doing what was best for his pocketbook. Well, right. or, just doing or, it for or, the money. Brand. Yeah. 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 Which would mm. result in more money. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. I, it, it's, it's crazy. Well, and you know what? I feel like this is, and I, this is me not knowing a lot about it, but I feel like this is one of those things that they made this, this, this available situation and it made sense for a specific situation. And of course it's been blown way out of proportion. People take advantage of it kind of thing. And that's what happened here with their dad. And that's, I mean, I can't imagine doing that to my daughter. Like I want to help and I want to be involved and I want to, you know, if I it, do what I can, but you know, if I can, Tell she's a functioning adult, and why? Why stop? Why do it? I I don't know. People relate to people they relate to, and I don't understand why they'd even bother doing this. But money. Oh, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, money. Yeah. I, I do know. Oh, yeah. You're right. I do. Yeah. Know. <laughs> I don't understand it. I guess is where I'm coming from. Well, you know, hashtag free Britney is appropriate. So that that kid that um was remember that viral video way back when he was like leave Britney alone oh, yeah, and he yeah. was like freaking out. He was right all along. So we oh. all owe him. Oh, him an apology. <laughs> I wonder where that guy is now. I I don't remember his name. I'm gonna Google him. I don't even remember that. Whatever you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you were probably like three when it happened, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was this guy, and he made and this was YouTube. So this is before TikTok. I don't I, Periscope might have even been around. That's how old it is. He's literally crying into the camera and saying, "Leave Britney alone." And he's giving examples. He's not just saying, you know, like he, he's a mess, but he knows what he's actually talking about. Mm-hmm. His name is uh, Chris Crocker. So there you go. But I remember on South Park they making fun of him. But that's um, really close to Clint Crockett. I'm just saying. I was about to say. I I thought it. I was going to say it, but I thought it. Yeah. And I and I, and I, and I you know what, Chris, you're right. I'm with you. If you need a backup, I'm there for you, buddy. Well, guys, Chris I got to bounce off. Uh, just because right. things are happening. Um, please, 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 plug Julie. For me while I'm <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it up to you, man. That's all you. We'll, we'll <laughs> all right, we'll make sure you, you talk her up and share everything because, again, Julie, we appreciate it and have fun, guys. I will see you yeah. guys on the flip side. Word, homies. Enjoy. Bye. Peace. Oh, thank God he's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so back to this Britney thing, Julie. What would you do if you were like, if you let's 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 see from both sides. What if you were Britney? Or and then on the other side is what were you if what if what would you do if you were her dad, like would you would you would you do oh my this? Gosh. What I like, like for the money? N- hell no! What kind of person do you think I am? Oh my hey, goodness! That's, no. That's a, that's a simple, how much money simple. would it take for you to do that? Yeah, how much money None. would it take? For you? That's like that's like I okay. Cookie's practically my daughter. If I put a conservatorship on Cookie, I would that would be so bad. Like okay, like okay, but the uh, Cookie aside, like. I don't know. That's just maybe like in the moment it seemed right, but like now it just seems that. That's what I'm saying. I could see it maybe even stretching for a few years, like yeah. two to three years, but we're at the 13 year point and it's like you don't think she's able to, you know, handle her own life. 
Yeah. Which is basically what the conservatorship is like, oh, this person does not have the ability to, you know, to take care of themselves, right. you know, mentally, financially, all that stuff. So I'm going to take care of it for, okay. And 13 years later, you still have to do that. I don't know about all that. I like, I, I, I don't like to make comparisons because, you know, everyone's story is different, but when you look at other people in the public eye, you see people like, like Miley, like Miley Cyrus, she went through a stage. Um, people like, uh, like Demi Lovato, she went through a stage. But what's the difference here is, you know, they just had different people around them, right? That mm-hmm. may or may not have been looking out for them in the best way at the time either, but not so crazy in that, you know, like like the way that Britney's dad did. Because, I mean, I, Demi Lovato had a, a, she had a drug problem. She was, you know, she's recovering from that, and she like was struggling for a long time. Um, but same with like Miley. But I guess the difference with Miley is that like her dad's Billy Ray. He's he's been there. He's done that. He understands the the industry and the culture and the pressure that they're going through, right? Um, so that might have made a difference. But I think you're right, Joey. Like in the beginning, it was like, hey, I'm worried about my daughter. And then it came down to dollars and cents. And it was like, how am I going to continue to live off my daughter that I've mm-hmm. been living off of her since she was 17? And how do I continue to secure my financial gains over the rest of the year? And that's just garbage. Like, yeah. you're right. absolutely right. This just needs to go. Like, this is this has got to stop. Because obviously he's he's making some kind of argument that the conservatorship needs to continue despite her arguing that it doesn't. So like, obviously this man's got some faults that we can point at, but like I mentioned earlier, at what point do you not turn to the courts and say, why are y'all thinking that this man's argument is valid compared to this obviously functioning adult now? I mean, she doesn't have some kind of debilitating disease that we know of Mm -hmm. that's preventing her from living a normal adult life. I I just don't get it. It's got to be a money thing too. I mean, you you hate to say it, but somebody's pockets have got to be being lined at some point along the the court system, whether it's an attorney, whether it's a judge, whether it's a politician, whomever. Somebody's got to be getting a kickback from this whole thing. Like, like, I don't understand how you can still rationale that this person needs a conservatorship at this point in their life. Yeah, this human being who says I she needs help. She's like finally come out saying that she needs help. And mm-hmm. I don't understand how the court doesn't see that anymore. Like, I don't know, she's just some object. It's yeah, and and that's the thing that that people don't understand is that it's um they're controlling not just her money, it's her body, it's who she can uh confide in it's what she can post on social like there's there's an insane amount of legal things that the conservatorship allows them to do to her legally (laughs) legally without with with no recourse because that's what this piece of paper says that they can do and that's absolutely insane to me for a free person Right. That's the part that's crazy because like we mentioned earlier, it's like he has more say so than when she was still a minor, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and didn't have a conservatorship. It's like a minor would have more rights than what she has now. Mm -hmm. Right. Julie has more rights. I have more rights. Wait, I'm not a minor. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I'm turning 20 next month. (laughs) You're almost not a teenager anymore. Yeah, you're all insane. I I can't believe it. 
Oh, going into my 20s. That's scary. <laughs> You're old. How does it feel to I'm be old. turning old? Old lady Julie. I don't like it. Old when I hit 30, Julie. I'm oof. I'm not excited. Straight off the bridge when you're 30. Oh, yeah. Just jump off the bridge. You're going. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Wait till you're 40. Yeah, wait till you're 40. Oh, gosh. Dude, Joey now will be dead by the time you're 40. No, don't even say that. I'm going to, you know what? No. No. (laughs) Are you going to preserve our heads like in Futurama in a jar? Yes. Yes. Exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it so that I don't. We'll still be doing our podcast as heads in a jar. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Baby. (laughs) Maybe I don't know. Maybe um, it couldn't be worse. It couldn't be worse than what we're doing now because we just spent half an hour talking to Clint and about Brittany, and we've gotten nowhere. <laughs> which, which is perfect. So let's, this is this is this is this is yeah. This is us, man. Let's this talk is, about something else that's been trending that will get us absolutely nowhere. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so the baby had quite a week uh, over over the last week. Um, so he and was we're not eating. talking about Julie's baby. That's, yeah, no, oh, no, no. We're not talking about podcast. Cookie. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about the rapper, the baby. You've seen all the memes. Uh, you know he's he turns into a, he, he turns into a car. Um, it's so you know, dumb. He's, yeah, it's it's so good. Um, and he he's been in the news because um, there was this whole controversy a while back. So just to, to give it a little hip hop knowledge. Uh, for for the uneducated people or the people that aren't really fans of hip hop, uh, so a while back he uh, he had a few huge hits with uh, Megan Thee Stallion and another uh, another rapper, um, and then Megan Thee Stallion was involved in a shooting uh, from Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez shot her, um, bitch ass motherfucker. You don't <laughs> do that. You just don't. Um, and. So, you know, a lot of people came up to her defense. And, of course, the baby at the time was like, you know what? This is bullshit. I'm not going to work with him. And then, all of a sudden, last week, he pops up on a song with Tory Lanez as a feature. And then Megan Thee Stallion came out and was like, hey, you, why did you? Uh, you're supporting me privately. And then publicly, you know, you're doing this. Apparently, his Twitter got hacked and he retweeted something um, someone said about Megan Thee Stallion saying that... Um, it was like uh, he didn't really shoot me or you know whatever or something like that. And then the baby was like, I had to retweet that, and it was just like you know he's this is a whole mess. Um, so there was all that, and then also uh, just a couple of days after that, he got completely torched on Twitter because he was like, I want to like who he tweeted out he wants to be on a song with Jay Z, and he's like, how do I get on a song with Jay Z? And then it was like when I looked at the trending topics for that week it was like. It's like twenty five thousand mentions um, of the baby and Jay Z, um, and then the, some of the comments were amazing. Um, like one here, it says, uh, "Bro, don't want to rap over a crusty crab beat. Good luck." Uh, <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to be on your Popeye the Sailor ass beat album. Like he's just getting completely destroyed on Twitter um, for for asking for this. And um, God, it was just, it was amazing because it just, it goes to show it doesn't matter because any publicity is honestly good publicity because he just released a song like a couple days ago and it's like fucking like millions of views on YouTube already. It's just like, this is insane. Um, but I know Julie, you're a big fan. 
I'm a huge fan. Okay, in all honesty, I don't listen to a lot of the baby's music, <laughs> but I am I like I'm a follower of all the memes, like him turning into a car. Genius! Who thought of that? That's so smart. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of that. It's so good. But um, I think he's just funny. He's like a very weird, unique character. Um, and one thing that like. It just sticks in my head whenever like he's mentioned is there's this one song and he like calls Jojo Siwa uh can I curse? Yes. What? Okay. Good. You, he calls I mean, Did you just ask us if you can swear? Yeah, I was just double checking. <laughs> what the fuck okay? is wrong with you? <laughs> he calls Jojo Siwa a bitch and if you don't know who Jojo Siwa is, she's like this like 17-year-old girl like who who goes on Nickelodeon and sings for little kids. Like, I don't understand it. She has like a rainbow Tesla that she drives she's around. Amazing. LA, which is, I, I she's amazing. She's the one that's like been her. singing for like the last three or four years from like when she was like like really young. Yeah, she was on like dance. Da- dance yeah, on? she's, yeah, she's been around for a long time. Yeah. She's cool. I like her. Yeah. Um. So to clear that, he didn't actually call her a bitch. If you listen to the lyrics. What did he say? Because his name, his name is, his name is Jonathan. Like the baby's oh, actual name is Jonathan. Goodness. So. The way that he, in that song, um, I can't believe I'm giving a fucking hip-hop lesson, but he's in that song uh, with his lyrics, he does name-drop Jojo Siwa, but it was just more like, because he his name is Jonathan, and yeah. I'm sure someone in his life, in his family, calls him Jojo, so it's just like, just a wordplay. It's, he didn't mean to actually call Jojo Siwa. Even if it did happen, that's just hilarious. <laughs> it is, yeah. So random. But like, yeah, beefing with like an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, you that's know, hilarious. You know, he's, he's beefing he's with a teenager. Something. Yeah, that's just like Joey and I picking a fight with you right now. For, oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, it happens it's every home. Day. We do. It's true. every day. It's terrible. Every day. Keep going. Stay strong. <laughs> Any thoughts on the baby, Joey? <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just want to get back to the days where it's just rap music and and people shooting each other and and then that's it. Not like um, all this sissy stuff. What, like getting mad at social media on each uh, at each other. One like of my just, guilty pleasures is like there's a few YouTube channels that I follow and it's literally following like the guy just makes like short ten to fifteen minute videos on rap beef and there's actual like. A lot of these new rappers, like, they're actually just purely gang affiliate. There's, like, a lot of rappers that are in prison right now that, like, you probably never heard of because, you know, it's not, you're not into a lot of the newer hip-hop. But these right. are, like, multi-platinum artists that are just sitting in jail right now. That have really just blown up over the last couple of years. Like, NBA Youngboy, he's in jail right now. Uh, Pooh Iesty, who, who released, I love his name, Pooh Iesty. He's in jail right now. He, he had his bond denied and stuff. And it's, like... If you go through the, like, if you watch these videos, and I don't recommend doing it because it's just, like, it, it hurts your brain when you, like, think about, you know, like, a lot of this stuff too too deeply. But I like to, I'm interested in it. Um, and it's, like, these guys are legit killing each other in the street for over crazy. rap music. It is crazy. And it's, it's over music. And it's, like, they're using the music as just a way to, to represent, you know, represent mm-hmm. their neighborhood, represent their gang, whatever. This is nothing new. It's just that they're getting more brazen about it, right? Yeah. Well, and it's and it's catching, catching. I don't know if I want to say catching on more, but it's mm-hmm. um, 
people know of what's going on more because of social media, which is different, obviously, from the the rap feuds, I guess if you want to call it that, of the 90s, right? I think there was kind of mm. a little bit of a yeah, slowdown um, mm. kind of around the 2000, 2010s and then kind of mid-2010s and late into that. You know, there was some stuff that picked up. But, you know, this the, the big beef between some of the bigger names is I, I think there was a lull kind of there for a while. And mm. I think maybe it was just its natural course had played out. But then social media kind of, and I honestly think some of it's just fabricated and just made up for <laughs> album sales. I mean, I legit think some of them don't like each other and what what have you. But I think some of it again is just playing into you know the the quote unquote you know rapper feuds that that again we saw in the nineties with with Tupac mm. and Biggie and, mm. and Dre and a lot of the other guys. And I think it's just something that they're using to kind of hype themselves up and and sell music. Mm-hmm. See, Julie, the 1990s were before you were. Shut up! Shut <laughs> up! Stop talking. Something, something. I don't like the 90s. I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, the 90s um, were great. They were great. It was a, it was. A, I, I feel like, and that's the thing is like I understand, and I've, I've talked to Julie about this before too. It's just I understand um, a lot of the discourse of people that grew up in that era of rap to be like what they're doing now isn't rap. It's it's just an evolution of music, right? Like to me, it's like I'm a big fan of the '90s hip hop and the '90s rap and the gangster rap. Like, you know, like I'm a huge fan of that. But also, I'm a huge fan of the new stuff because it's different. And um, well, I feel like with music, you just got to keep evolving with it. And like, most it just might not be your thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I agree. I, I you need to keep the tastes new. Like I, I have a lot of respect for people who don't hold on to that nostalgia way too much and they actually like accept what's coming in these days from like new artists. Well, everybody's like that because I mean I, I, I know neither one of you are big country fans, but I mean that was something here a while back. There was a transition late nineties, early two thousands where country got more pop, so to speak, and you know, the a lot of the uh, truer fans that were bigger fans of like, you know, like your George Straits and your Garth Brooks and Alan Jackson. And then even your older ones like Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson and people like that were like, Oh, this is not country music anymore. And it's, mm-hmm. it's it is in name, but as far as in, and I don't know the proper musical terms to be used, but the sound is different, but it's like that for mm-hmm. just about every genre, unless you're going to mm-hmm. talk about like opera you know, or classical music, yeah. you know, everything else has changed. Rock's changed, mm-hmm. country's changed, mm-hmm. pop's changed to a certain extent. Although to me, other things start to sound more like pop, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. And and rap's no different. It I mean, it's changed. It even changed from the eighties from, I mean, I, I know Nate's listened a little bit to some of the, you know, originals like Sugar Hill Gang and Slick mm-hmm. Rick and people like mm-hmm. that. And and that morphed from 80s to, to 90s, you know? And then there's always the argument, oh, there's a difference between rap and hip-hop. And there's a difference between, you know, regular quote-unquote rap and gangster rap and stuff like that. So it just, it changes. Everything changes over time. People's tastes change, etc. So it's like, get over it. It's something new. Stop being exactly. old. It's what I, exactly. what I try to tell myself. My kids tell me that all the time, too. So I try to take their it's, advice. Stop sounding like an old person. You gotta, I think the thing with music anyways, that will help, um, it's understanding what's different about it and why it makes it different. Like I, I'll admit like when, like 
um, like Migos came out and like a lot of future stuff. And like people are just like, oh, this is mumble rap. Yes, it is, but it's not. Like if you actually listen to what they're saying and their rhyme schemes are different, they're talking about, obviously talking about different things. Maybe you just don't like the topic, which is fine. They're, they're flexing. They're, it's a lot of flexing. It's a lot about this is my money. This is whatever. This is, these are my people, whatever. That's not your thing. That's, I understand you don't like the, the subject matter, but you can't take away from their ability to rap because like the ad libs, the rhymes, the things that they do is you couldn't do that back 10 years ago because people didn't understand how to do that. And that's just the way that like with drill music and all that stuff that's just come up. It's just, it's so different. Sure. You may not like the content, but you can't deny that the skill that it takes for, to do what they're doing. Speaking of which, and, and this was yeah. tr- trending here recently was, uh, and I, I'm sure you've heard this. I don't know if Julie has about the, um, I don't want to call it beef, but the issue that Usher had with T-Pain and his. Oh, yes. Yeah, I heard about that. That's where one, yep. like T- T-Pain seems like an okay guy. Again, like I'm not like a fan and I don't know a lot about the guy, but he seems pretty down to earth. But like apparently he took it kind of hard when mm-hmm. when he mm-hmm. you know heard that criticism about him ruining music by doing that. So, again, just things are different nowadays but i mean like you know there was that same complaint when a lot of the 90s hip-hop guys were sampling songs you know mm-hmm. they faced a lot of backlash for doing that saying that it's not the same as you're taking taking other people's music and and sampling it and turning it into y'all y- your your own thing or whatever but i, I don't know i, I mean i kind of like that i kind of like it because it's kind of like a mashup right where you're taking somebody mm-hmm. else's stuff and and making it different making it your own, so to speak, but yeah, I thought that was kind of funny that Usher like, was going off on T Pain, making him cry. Diddy did a lot of that back in the day, right? Like, oh yeah, that's when, exactly what I thought of. And that's really what made him super popular was his sampling, and he he has some fucking incredible samples, and mm-hmm. um, he he does some great stuff with it. Like, I mean, say what you want about him as a person, say what you want about him as a businessman. Like, he made some fucking bops. Like, <laughs> that was some good music before I mean, Julie's time, of course. From oh. from what I understand, and I would have to research this to like get specific examples. But from from what I've heard, a lot of your early rap, like we were talking about Sugar Hill Gang and um, Slick Rick and all them, a lot of that music was sampled from this the disco era, which was kind of mm-hmm. just dying out in the late seventies as the the early rap music was starting in the early eighties. So, I mean. <laughs> It goes back. I don't know if I've ever used this story before, but when I first started teaching, there's a professor um, that he, he taught for a while and then he taught teachers for a while. And now he's like really famous for like writing books and doing like, you know, big conventions and stuff like that. But one of his his best things is his motto is steal, steal, steal. In other words, if you find another teacher that's doing something well, steal that. You know, you might need to change a little bit to adapt it to, you know, what makes it work for you. You know, if you're doing that, as long as as long as you're not like trying to act like it's your own original stuff, like Diddy wasn't trying to act like those samples he took were were his idea, you know, but it was his idea to use the sample and do something unique with it. I, I, I don't see a problem with it. Mm. Yeah, as like an artist, um, that that's also like advice given. Like you, a good artist steals. Like obviously, we're not like stealing art and being like, "Oh, this is mine." Like I paid right, the money. Unless you're tracing it. it. 
uh, yeah, yeah. Unless you're tracing it, and you know you're not getting credit. But um, credit's, credit's important. important. Credit's important. Credit's so important. <laughs> but yeah, no, like stealing and referencing stealing, quote unquote. Um, it's it just helps you know you grow. It's good. It's it's good advice. I think the thing about the whole tea pain thing, like, do you think it would equate in the way that art is? It's like the traditional artist that use a uh, medium of paint and a canvas versus someone that does really well digitally. Like, totally. do you think that's like the fair comparison? Because I know a lot of people are like purists of art and they're like, has to be done with watercolors, has oh, to yeah. be done on a canvas. Anything digital is, is you know, and same with like DJing, same with music. You know, for the longest time, people are records 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 and then now you see a lot of djs are literally like here's my laptop here's my digital turntables i've got this whole library of music i don't have to lug like 600 crates of crate mm. of records to a show and it's like you know it, it's about evolving and, and appreciating it right? so. yeah that's that's a fair comparison like people definitely give digital artists shit for like making it easier but like is it really easier it's not like there's also like new t new tools you need to learn like it's just i don't know it's respect to both mediums but mm -hmm. um no don't like crap on both like they're both yeah. really good it's like even musical artists uh, i don't know how many concerts y'all have been to i know nate's been to a bunch i don't know how many you've been to julie but you know you can definitely tell a good artist from a great artist based on hearing their cd which has gone through numerous sound mixings and cleaning up this that the other versus hearing them live where there's not much that can save them besides other people singing with them or, you know, the, the instruments maybe covering stuff up. But I mean, it's the same thing with, you know, what they're getting on to T-Pain about, you know, it's just a different, I guess, musical enhancement that they're using. And so it's like, again, it, if somebody enjoys that, let them enjoy it. You know, quit gatekeeping. Mm, exactly. What what people should be a fan of and what should what people should enjoy. Just because I mean, they don't enjoy it the way that you do, right? Which is I mean, people tune into streams of other people eating and enjoy the sound of that. <laughs> so, I do that. I love it. <laughs> whatever, man. Do you do you actually enjoy watching people eat? Me? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I do it all the time with my <laughs> girlfriend. We, like, watch people eat all the time on Instagram. And we're like, oh, my God, dude, I wish we were eating right now. And then we go eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's good Moving stuff. on to our next topic. <laughs> yes. What's our next trending topic? Joe Sumjoy, uh, the, the Scotty Pippen. Oh, yeah. Kevin it, Durant. It, it, playoffs yes. are going on right now. So, um, Scotty Pippen came out and, uh, I don't have the exact words pulled up. I, I'm not going to read them off anyway, but <laughs> he was basically going off on Kevin Durant for his play in the playoffs, which for people that aren't big sports fans for basketball, it's a big difference usually between your play during the season and then your play during the playoffs. So without going into that, like Scotty Pippen, for those that don't know, 90s basketball player during the heyday of the, you know, the repeat three-peat of the Bulls, you know, like Jordan's right-hand guy, I guess if you want to call it that. A lot of people, you know, argue um, could have led 
the Bulls to some championships even without Michael. But anyway, so he came out and said that – and he didn't even, from what I read, say anything about comparing KD to Michael. He was comparing KD to LeBron, saying that if LeBron was in KD's situation in those games, that LeBron would have found a way to win. Uh, found a way to win. Like he may not have take, taken the shot, but he would have found somebody else to take the shot. He'd willed his team to win, et cetera, et cetera. So like KD heard all this and was really irritated about it. And then like started like dragging Scotty about Scotty's problems. But Scotty had some problems too. Like for those that saw the last dance, it was, you know, highlighted. Um, I'm trying to remember what game it was. And I, I can't think of it right now off the top of my head, but like, they had a play drawn up. Scotty was not the one that was going to be getting, me getting the ball, and he was very upset about that. So he just refused to go in. And there was other times where he was using like injury excuses, and I think that may have been one of them. I said, "Oh, my back, I can't go in." And so Kevin Durant was going off on him for basically being soft and not getting in during crunch time when his team needed them and and stuff like that. So it was it was interesting. Because there's always a lot of debate, you know, between the new school guys and the old school guys about what, you know, the best, best era of basketball was. And there's always talk about this current era is soft compared to like the 80s and 90s era and stuff like that. So it's always interesting when when two people start kind of going in on each other. And I just thought it was interesting about the KD and Scotty deal. I think the thing with the whole KD thing is like, would Scotty have said that? If Katie was half an inch smaller in foot size, or had <laughs> half, half, line. yeah, half half an inch beyond that line in Game Seven, would Scotty still be saying that? Because it was, it, I, I would chalk that up to just its rhythm and and just a fluke that his foot was on the line because that's just not like Katie's a fucking killer, man. Katie has done more, I think, than. Most of them, a lot of people give credit for it. He's a fucking baller. So a couple of things to unpack from that. First of all, I think I think it's one of those situations where Scotty was probably looking for an opportunity to say something about KD, and that was just the opportunity. Yeah. In other words, yeah. if they would have advanced in the playoffs in the next series, something else would have happened. Right, you would have found something else to say. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, so I don't know. I think he would eventually said what he said about that. And then the other thing um, that was trending in basketball was, I believe it was Steve Kerr was talking about KD, about how he is just more athletically gifted uh, mm. than Michael was. And, mm. you know, Steve said that stuff before in the past. I like Steve Kerr. I liked him when he was on the Bulls. But Steve Kerr is definitely a guy who lives in the moment. Yes. Like he's just going to say whatever's going on now. Hey, look, I'm coaching Steph Curry. So I'm going to talk about how, how great our team is compared to the team I was on with the bulls and how this team would have beat the bulls or whatever it was that he said a while back. I think it was a couple of years ago. And then now he's talking about how, I mean, who's relevant right now. KD is relevant, right? So he's talking about how KD is, you know, a more athletically gifted player than, than Michael is. I, I think what he was alluding to though, was that Michael works harder than KD does. So I, I, I don't know, but it, it's interesting when some of these old guys that played in the eighties and nineties are now starting to be coaches that are starting to make these comparisons, you know, like Steve Kerr, you've got um, Steve Nash is a coach now. Um, Jason Kidd, 
Um, so it's interesting mm-hmm. hearing some of their takes where they're comparing the guys that they played with to the guys that they're like that are playing for them as coaches now. It's a hard comparison, right? Because it's like you can't put Jordan in against LeBron and you can't obviously, you know, you can't put prime LeBron back in the Jordan era, right? Like, so again, it's just like, it's just, he said, she said, I believe this, I believe that, you know, and it's just this silly roundabout argument. Because you can't compare apples to apples, like you're saying. Right. You'll never get that opportunity. I mean, right. even like trying to compare Michael to Kobe because they did play against each other a little. Well, you're talking about Kobe early on in his career versus kind of Michael kind of more on the, the downslide. It's not like mm-hmm. you can compare them. With, it, it's not like the Magic Larry debate, right? Because, you know, Magic you and the Larry Burke. The no, 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 stop talking about MC. You're getting <laughs> yeah, Julie's Julie's getting all excited, excited over there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, like you can compare Larry Bird and Magic Johnson because right. they play each other so much, especially you know in the playoffs. So you can make that comparison, but you can't compare Kevin Durant to Michael Jordan, right. like fairly. I mean, yes, you can. You can say, and I'll always make the argument: Michael's a better player than KD is. But mm-hmm. again, you you can't compare the tape of them ever playing against each other or really playing against a common opponent, like a common defender or a common team or anything like that and compare the tape and say, Oh, they did better than they did against this common opponent and stuff like that. So it's, it's really at the end of the day, it's just a boot point. Right. It's just again, trying to get, trying to get clicks on social media, right? trying to get attention. Any opinions on basketball? Me? She's like, that's the, uh, one with the round orange ball. The, the ball, the yeah. one that's in like the shape of a, like a, a ball. ball. <laughs> that, yeah, that ball. <laughs> the shape um, of MC's head. Like, is that yes? Help? Yeah, that yes, does help. Yeah. Um, I'm not really a basketball fan. I'm I'm not really a sports fan in general, but I do love hockey. I enjoy watching it. I I wish I could play it, but I can't ice skate for shit. I always hurt my ankles every time. So go Mighty Ducks. Props to MC. Yeah, go Mighty Ducks, dude. See, I know your favorite team. Oh yeah. It's because Germany. of the movie, isn't it? No, it's not. That's... Honestly, I've oh never really? Seen the movie? I've never seen the movie. You I watched watch it. What? I know. Watch I know. This. I've never watched it, but honestly, you finally just... watched Tropic Thunder after we harassed you for like. Yes, <laughs> it was worth it. It was so worth it. Right? Tropic Thunder. Now I need to watch. We should have done a Tropic Thunder episode. Fuck, let's talk it. about how great Tropic Thunder was. Shall we? The last, the last ten minutes of this episode, just be like, let's talk about Tropic Thunder. We'll let yeah. Julie start us off. Yeah. What's your favorite? Yeah. Tell, tell well, us about what, your experience with Tropic Thunder. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, uh, I'm gonna tell you how I watched it. I watched it on this illegal website, and it wasn't the best <laughs> Julie. quality. Julie. Yeah. Yeah, I know. How um, dare you? Were you so hard because you were watching? Look. It's been a while since I saw it, but I went ahead and rewatched it like last week or something like that. And I was thrown off when the beginning of the movie started with all the fake. Oh my trailers. god! Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> wait, I know Julie just was. for like a second, just for like the first one, and then I was like, okay, because I remember you said something about it, and then I was like, okay, now I remember. But yeah, I watched it in like really kind of crappy quality, and at the same time, I also was like drawing because I'm like working on commissions. Um, so I would probably watch it again to like catch all the little details, but overall I thought it was hilarious and it definitely would not do good today if it was like re-released, but, Mm-mm. um, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was fucking funny. There's, there, there are some definitely, uh, I guess sensitive topics <laughs> in there that 
I, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's not that old, is it? Like, what, like 10 I, years old? I don't something think like it's that, that old. Uh, well, yeah. Google it. Actually, I think I can't remember. I was really young when I, like, when 2008. It Yes. So, yep. yeah. Hey, it came out around the same time Britney got put on her conservatorship. Um, wow. Bringing it back around to the beginning. Full circle, baby. Yeah, but um, I mean, it's 2008. I mean, th- it's not like we're talking about 1988. So obviously mm-hmm. the, the issues that they're making light of, and for those that haven't seen it, I mean, there's obviously they're bringing attention to different sensitive topics, which we'll, we won't mention. If you've seen the movie, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. But it's like in 2008, those still should have been topics that people got upset about if, if they've seen it. And every once in a while, it's like somebody that's never seen it before sees that Robert Downey Jr. was doing blackface in the movie. And it's like, okay, but it's like a parody mm-hmm. of it. And it's exactly. not like right and so it's like every once in a while it gets brought back up and people like chill out it's like it's part of the movie it's part of what what makes it work and what makes it makes it funny his character Um, was my favorite by far it was hilarious mm -hmm. yeah i love at the end when he kind of like finally breaks character yeah like he says he never breaks character at all and then at the end he finally gets kind of uh shaken up out of it and he goes back to his australian Australian actor which is actually you know a character in itself that he's I don't know it's right. just it's just hilarious there's layers to this shit right there like, is yeah, layers, it's like, layers. it's like an inception of um <laughs> it's like an inception parody of and like I think that's the thing that people again if people fail to understand is why it was so funny and why it's okay to enjoy Tropic Thunders because it is done for parody sake and a commentary they aren't doing it to make fun or make light of those issues. They're bringing those issues to light in a way that is it's it's weird. It's, it's hard to it's hard to explain why it's. Okay. It's like look at these idiots. They're so offensive that it's funny. Like it's yeah. just pathetic. You know, it's hilarious. And then the whole thing with Tom Cruise is just absolutely. Oh my god! When he when Tom Cruise beautiful. first appeared. I lost it. Like, I just was not expecting that. Wait, whatsoever. I don't know if Julie knows, but when the movie first came out, nobody knew Tom Cruise yeah. was in it. Like, oh because of all God, the because so of all the memes and gifts and stuff that have come out since 2008, everybody knows Tom Cruise is in it and plays less. Wow, what's his name? Uh, Les, Lex Grossman. Lex Grossman. Yeah. And yeah. so everybody knows he's in it playing this, you know, crazy a movie producer, whatever. But when it first came out, nobody knew Tom Cruise was in it. Like his name wasn't on the posters. It wasn't on the billing. Nobody knew Tom Cruise was in it. And it's just like, Oh my God, that's Tom Cruise. in like a fat old man bald suit. Like what is going on? That's, that's something else that just makes it great. Or like, the, or like the scene where they reveal that, um, Nick Nolte's character. I'm trying to think of the name. Uh, now it's kind of escaping me. I'll look it up here in a second. Where he actually does have his hands. Spoiler alert. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yet, yes, listeners. yes. Yeah. But, and it's like, oh, my God, he actually has hands. What is going on here? <laughs> um, or did you stay or did you watch all the Four way leaf. through? That was his name. Yes. Four all leaf. the way through? Yeah. Did you watch all the way through and see the end when Tom Cruise is dancing? Yes, I did. Yes, he's I dancing did. to Flo yeah. Rida, and it that was just was so good. <laughs> it was so like, worth Flo it. Rida, just, yeah, <laughs> of all the songs, and that was like a hit back then, and it was yeah. just like it was incredible. Uh, mm. Good times. I, I really don't think 
you're right. Like, I don't think they can do a movie like that um, in this day and age. Yeah. I, I, I disagree. I you think they I can disagree. do it? I, I mean, th- at the same time, there's like shows like Family Guy where it's like it's so stupid and like they're making you know, or it's like it's like supposed to be that way, and it's like people are like, okay, that's okay. Kind of like it, Sausage Party. You guys it's almost <laughs> in a certain way where it's like, yes, we acknowledge the fact that we're doing stuff that's crass and is offensive, but that's why we're doing it, type of thing. Like, yeah. I don't know if that that works. How I'm explaining it, but. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of shows like Julie's talking about that do that to this day still. South Park, mm-hmm. you know, which is a 20 plus year old show now. Um, they don't care. They're they're just going to do it, and it's yeah. kind of like what you were talking about earlier, Nate. It's like there's no bad publicity. People are either going to no. watch it because they like it, or they're going to watch it because they hate it and they want to be able to have a chance to, you know, go off on it more. I don't know. I don't know why people that don't like stuff like that end up watching it but they do yeah doesn't make any sense to me yeah it, it's as easy as ignoring it um and being like you know what this isn't for me and that's fine um yeah <laughs> i don't know why that's so difficult like yeah yeah um yeah people it's, get it's, canceled it's left and right you just have to kind of it's move true on. Mm-hmm. yeah just gotta kind of roll with it um i guess speaking of movies um Julie, I know you recently, you watched Luca. I haven't yes. watched it yet. Um, what did you think of Luca? I thought it was so cute. I thought it was perfect. Like, it was simple. Like, it didn't need any more. I thought it was great. I, one of Pixar's, like, one of my favorites, definitely. Because I'm kind of, okay, if I'm being honest, I'm kind of getting sick of the whole, like, typical Pixar. Like, while they're classics, I'm tired of seeing Toy Story and Up and Wally. Like, they're all great. But, like, there's also these movies that, don't really get the recognition they deserve like onward which also didn't get a theatrical release along with luca um they were just so perfect they were great or soul soul it's, it's, soul it's crazy that we've had yes. three pixar movies that mm-hmm. have come out now that i no think theatrical releases i think onward had a theatrical release but i think it got released like as the pandemic was starting yes so yeah. it was like That's right. okay all the movie theaters are now shut down like a week after this movie released so then they went ahead and moved it to to disney plus which i mean was a great move on their part and oh yeah appreciate them releasing all the the stuff that they have um i know there's been some stuff that they've charged for but luke is not one of those mm-hmm. um that that they've done that for um do you want me to talk about how bad Fast and the Furious Nine was, Nate, or do you? Not you want can to be sad? please, please do. This is you know we we switched to a, a movie podcast for the second yeah. last it's, fifteen uh, minutes, so, so go for it. Look, I was thinking about this when I was watching it with McGuire because he and I went and saw it Friday night, and he's not seen any of them. And I was like, well, you know, you could always just like you know watch some YouTube videos or kind of catch up to the general plot of of the movies because it's not that complicated. Other than the thing with Han, that's really the only thing that kind of complicates things. And he's like, no, I just want to kind of go into it blind and you know <laughs> just kind of see what's going on. Right. He said maybe it'll make it more fun for me. Um, he fell asleep midway through. If that's oh my me. god. <laughs> um, but. Look, I was like I said, I was thinking about this while I was watching it. I understand I'm watching an action movie, right? I understand I'm not watching something that's going to be up for any acting or writing or directing Oscars. Like, I get that. Like, I can shift gears. Like, I don't go into every movie expecting it to be, you know, a nine point something on IMDb. Like, I get mm-hmm. it. Like, this movie, for what it's supposed to be as an action movie, didn't even, like, live up to it for me 
it really? was like it was just so hard to watch some it was just so poorly poorly written um and a lot of the um actors and actresses that were in it just seemed it's almost like they're tired of it like it just kind of seemed like they're just phoning things in like even the actress um i can't think of her name right now she's the one that plays melisandre on game of thrones uh, that's in it. She joined a few movies back. Nate, do you know what I'm talking about? She's like kind of the computer expert along with Ludacris's character. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, And she's she was great in Game of Thrones, or at least I thought she was, but it just mm. seemed like she was just kind of like there. Like she was just reading her lines and she's like, oh, this is you know, just whatever. And the other thing that kind of irritated me was like the whole thing with like Han being alive and then Jacob being Dom's brother, it's like all that stuff came out like before the movie. Like you saw in the trailer that Han mm-hmm. was alive. It was like you just wanted to give it away. Like you were scared yeah. people would leak it. And so you just went ahead and gave it away anyway. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It was just very difficult to, to get through. And some of the stuff was just, I know things have been outlandish in the past with like the big uh, airport runway scene oh the the 600 mile runway right yeah and then the deal with the submarine which either that was in seven or eight i don't remember now but like the stuff like the which again you've you saw one of them in the trailer the deal with the jump with the rope from the bridge yeah and they kind of like swing around yeah, and then the thing about being in space, it's like, okay, y'all just like, not only have y'all jumped the shark, but y'all like jumped the shark and shot the shark dead, like with and then built an AK-47. was really a car. Over it and oh my gosh. And then you turned it was, into the baby car and then oh my God, yes, yes. one of the oh cars God. turned into the baby. And it was, <laughs> and the thing is, they've got two more coming. I thought it was one more. I thought they were going to do yeah, 10, two more. Call it quits, 10 and 11. But they've yeah. got two more and then. They still gonna have another Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. And yeah, there's gonna about- be at least like I think two or more, two or more Hobbs and Shaw movies. And they're talking um, about doing a Han. Yeah, they're doing a Han two. spinoff, I think, or something like that. They're talking about like I read somewhere that they wanted to do like a Dom prequel or something like that, where they want to do like the Dom story, like with his family, like the Toronto family story. At which so, I mean, I guess they already have the actors that played them. In the flashbacks that they use, they used a lot mm-hmm. of flashbacks in, in this one. Oh, in in nine, okay. Yeah, good but I'm know, trying to think know. of some other franchise, mainstream franchise besides like Star Wars that has just spawned this many movies. And I know Star Wars has its detractors, and I know there's you know hardcore Star Wars fanboys that you know don't like the prequels or they don't like the sequels or or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. but like. Like I was telling McGuire, I'm like, as long as they keep making money, they're going to keep making these movies. And he's like, yeah, it made like $300 million already in like the first week. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know. That's why they keep making them. When they start making $30 million in the first week, we will not have any more Fast and the Furious movies. And this all started off with them, you know, stealing DVD TV combos. I love it, man. I, I am a fan. I don't think, like, like I, I talked to you about briefly before, Joey, where I'm not a, there's like maybe... There's maybe three movies out of the series that I I would rank lower than the other ones. Like I I would say the fourth one and six and seven are the ones that are like I'm not a like I wouldn't watch again. Any of the other ones I would instantly watch 
mm-hmm. 18 times in a row, like without, without a doubt. And like, that's just me because I'm a huge fan. Like it's so dumb how far it's come. And I'm just like, I, I love it. And I just love the absurdity of it. Um, and I'm, I am looking forward to fast nine. Um, even if it's, even if you did say it sucked because we've disagreed on movies in the past, um, which is within our right to, because you know, we were allowed to have different opinions. Well, and it's weird because you say you don't like six and six and seven, which I mean, I'm not going to say they're the greatest ones, but I don't mind them. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. The better ones are obviously the first one, um, Fast Five. Yeah, um, Fast Five. Fate of the Furious, which is the eighth one, mm-hmm. are pretty good. Um, I, I, I'd have to go back and watch Tokyo Drift again because it's it's that weird time, right? See, I've I've still never seen Too Fast, Too Furious. I I need to go ahead and mm, watch. You that should just watch so that can, one, yeah. Just so I can say I've watched all of them. But again, it's during that weird time period where it was like, okay, Vin Diesel is going to go do something else, so he's not going to do this. And mm-hmm. so they had Too Fast, Too Furious, and then they had Tokyo Drift, and it's like, oh wait, he is back. He made a cameo, and then you know, <laughs> I, as we all know, it kind of you know took back off again, and then there's. Right. They're basically trying to retcon the whole thing with Han and kind of screwing it up with their own timeline. And now they've done that again by saying, no, he didn't really die. So it's like, can we just wrap this up now? Like <laughs> that that's what most of the negative reviews that I read on IMDb were saying was it, it's been time for them to say it was over. Like they said that they should right. have went it out when well overstayed their welcome. Yeah, especially after Paul Walker passed away, which was yeah. was that the eighth one that they did the the end scene where they're driving apart from each other? I think that was eight. Yeah, was that eight, Nate? No, I think remember? it was like. Was it seven? Was it seven? Yeah, I think it was seven. Really? Yeah, seven was the one that I think it was six or no, I think it was seven. Yeah, that they six or seven they drove off separately. That's where it should have stopped. Yeah. Like, it, and, and look, you didn't have to stop making money from them, but I think that's where you should have stopped. Kind of like the Skywalker saga, right? You mm-hmm. should have stopped the the fast saga and said, "Okay, now we're going to go in different directions. Now we're going to have this other stuff that we just talked about. We're going to have the the Han series. We're going to have the Hobbs and Shaw thing. We're going to have the you know the 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 prequels. Whatever. You should have just canned it at that point and said, mm-hmm. you know, okay, it's a wrap. He's he's passed away. We can't continue to have his character. We're going to have to make excuses of why he's not there or kill mm-hmm. him off or." you know, recast him something, have a digital stand in. And like, I, I like the way that they just, they addressed that he's still there. And they did that a couple mm-hmm. of times in this movie too, where it's like, Oh, he's, you know, because they had to say something because they brought Mia back. So they had to say something about yeah. why he's why she, not there, yeah, yeah, you know? And, and so there was a couple of nods to him and yeah, it's, it's nice that they're still playing tribute to him, but I think a better tribute would have been to end that series in that, with that scene in whatever number that was mm-hmm. that it was in. And then just kind of, did something different, did did spin-offs and, and all that other stuff. Cause I know one thing that they, they were planning on doing, which I'm so glad they didn't, um, is they wanted to use his brother as a stand-in for him. Right. And they wanted to be like, oh, he came back. And I think that would have been a huge disrespect to his to to Paul as a person and as an actor and as, as his legacy of, of what he's done for the franchise and what he's done as a, as an actor and what he's done in his life. I think that would have been a huge slap in the face because that's just, I mean, I get it. It's his brother, but like, come on, man. (laughs) What I think they could have done is I think they could have brought his brother in as his brother. 
like yes yes like absolutely. The, yeah. like like his obviously his real life brother but like as the character's brother Yes, and yes, yes, yes. you know, said that he was there and kind of incorporated him into the team. Yeah. And I'm sure they threw all these options around, and I'm sure there's course, reasons yeah. that they decided to do they what they did. Do. But yeah. it it needs to stop. <laughs> it's, did it's you imagine tough. if? Uh, did you imagine if like MC put on a wig and some glasses and became Julie as an artist? Like that would be what they would have done. <laughs> oh my god, he's already doing that. Is he Fuck really? Me. Is he streaming on Twitch? Is he like in a hot tub dressed as Julie? He is. He's eating drawing digital art. Is not a eating joke. chicken nuggets. <laughs> eating eating chicken. his BTS meal. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Dude, yes. feet sauce, man. That's, no, the uh, feet, sauce feet sauce is so good. What are you talking about? Oh, feet sauce. They were both so good. Feet sauce. Mm. Tastes mm. like feet. Sweaty Delicious. feet. Delicious. <laughs> kind of spicy, too. So some spicy feet. Right? It, exactly. So it's like marinated feet sauce. Yes. Oh, you guys. <laughs> Deliciousness. Um, yeah. Any anything anything else as we wind down this episode that kind of went all over the map? It definitely went off the rails, that's for sure. Which is what we do. Nothing. Nope. No. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. Well, this leads us nicely into next week, um, where we will have Julie back, and we will be. Um, so next Sunday we'll be talking about uh, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, we're yeah. Saturday. Saturday. Um, it's kind of a transition be- episode. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah. That's why it's one hundred and a half. Yeah, we'll talk more about that next week. Yeah, but yeah, we're gonna be talking about social media next week. Uh, it'll be a crash course on just Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr, Facebook, Tumblr, Tumblr. You not know, OnlyFans um, though. No, not yeah. No, not OnlyFans. We can't put our full content on OnlyFans anymore. No, so. yeah. Damn. So sad. Damn. This video Rip. will have to live just in on my hard drive when I download it. <laughs> um, Maybe Patreon. Maybe we'll put it on Patreon. Um, yeah. yeah. Make 50 cents. Yeah. I, I'd buy if it. We, would you? Yeah. <laughs> totally. You already have a video of yourself? What kind of weirdo are you? <laughs> Amazing. I'll send it to you for free, Julie. How about that? Damn. How kind yeah. is this guy? I know. So jealous. Not very. <laughs> <laughs> Best guy ever. Kindest Best guy ever. Best guy ever. <laughs> Um, Julie, tell us where we can find you on social, um, and what you're up to. Tell us what you're doing and all that stuff. All right. Well, uh, I'm an artist. If you guys don't already know that, and oh Instagram. shit, no way. I know. What? It's insane. <laughs> I just, I just started a few days ago. It's going like, oh, you're so good. Yeah. yeah you paint by numbers and stuff. Oh yeah, all the yeah. time. So good. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram at macaroni at, art. Yes. That's Can you my do a Twitch right stream there. of doing macaroni art? Is that a thing? Do you make it like a yet? macaroni necklace? Do people do something? that? I don't know. I'm I want to make one for both of you. For both of you. Make, make us Fruit Loops necklaces. It's going to get stale. <laughs> it's going to get real stale. Who's, who, I'm not going to eat it. I just. I don't believe it. you. You're going to eat them. I will <laughs> eat it. I will absolutely <laughs> eat it. Um, okay, fine. Macaroni art. All right. Macaroni the uh, baby like sculpture. Transitioning yes. into a car. Yeah. yeah, yes, both of that. You're an artist, you can pull it off. I can do anything. Just trace it. With uh uh linguini. That's the that's yes. the pop that's, I want you to use. Yes. <laughs> okay. I will Anyways, try my best. Back to it, Julie. Tell us what you're up okay. to and where we um, find you. You can find me on Instagram at yeet underscore grimes and on Twitter at yeet grimes. 
Uh, sometimes I do Twitch streams, not so much this summer, but uh, occasionally. But you can see me post my dumb little drawings and my stupid little thoughts. <laughs> but yeah. Is Grimes for the the no, Elon Musk's? Don't uh, even talk about that, baby Grimes, mama. You don't know where my handle is from. Please go watch <laughs> The Walking Dead right now. God. Uh, that's why I said it. I know. I'm not. Gosh. Had to had to get that in there. Uh -huh. um, but yes, thank you for tuning into this train recommend episode. As we like to <laughs> just hang out and do whatever we want because Clint's away. So. Um, have fun, Clint. Enjoy your vacation. Um, I'm sure you'll Vacay. be the first person, first person to listen to this when it goes live Monday morning. Um, what else? What else? Uh, make sure you're following us, Twitter and Instagram, the underscore dorksman. Um, we won't be doing too many game streams while Clint is away. Um, I'm getting some stuff set up, so hopefully I'll be doing some streaming at some point. Um, Clint will be back, and he'll probably be doing some Mario Golf at some point. So that'll be fun. Um, be lots, lots going on. We're still doing this thing, episode one hundred point five. Um, had a lot of fun today. Thank you, Julie, for coming to hang out with us. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you. We'll see you back here in in, a, in like six days. On this digital platform. Six days. Six, six days. days. Six days. That's six a long days. time. It's way too long. Let's record the next episode right now. <laughs> terrible um anyone else got anything before i close us out for the night no uh, i just sorry. want to tell mc that he should grow his hair out that's it why he probably won't even listen to this give so me 600 reasons why so i can 600 cut reasons I can 600 cut reasons why right now i'm gonna cut it off and then i'm going to like sew it to like a little doll like maybe like a barbie doll <laughs> and i'll make my own mc you gonna scared. grow your own mc I'm yeah. not even MC and I'm scared. Yeah. What if you put a lock of Clint's hair and a lock of MC's hair together? What would you grow? Like, what do you think would come out of that? Like, what like a you... weird little tiny weed tree, but that was like frail and, and hey, sad. Hey, why are you talking about trees? Why? Why? How about a bush? A bush. <laughs> why you got to bring yourself into this? <laughs> okay, maybe like a weed. Not like not like a weed plant. Oh, now like we're back to clean again. Oh god! Oh, like like actually like an invasive. <laughs> yes, an invasive species. little pest. Right. You know? right, right, right. Amazing. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, yes. Uh, as always, you can listen to all our previous episodes. Um, and all new episodes will be on CTS Media. Uh, you can follow CTS Media on Twitter and also crossthestreamsmedia.com uh, is where you can find all the other wonderful podcasts that are part of the CTS family. Um, yeah, so make sure to check everybody out there. There's lots. There's something for everybody, I promise you. And there's something. always constantly adding more. Uh, we need a tree podcast. I think it's just about Joey reading tree facts or something. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> ASMR tree facts with Joey. Just read really low, or should I like yeah. chew on bark while I'm doing oh, this? Oh my god! Tree mukbang? Yes. Just oh, bark. Wow. I'd tune in. I'd tune in. I, I I wouldn't. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. <laughs> Be honest with us. Be honest. But anyways, thank you again for putting up with this insane episode. We thought it was going to be like half an hour, but we've stretched it out to 
an hour and a bit, which is which is fun because this is what we do, and we hope you enjoy listening to the nonsense that we like to put into your ear holes. It's um, insane. It's insane. When with that, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Stay strong, kiddo. Um, my outro is gonna be like I don't know. Stay cool, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You Worst guys never told me outro to ever. <laughs> you never told me to prepare one, but uh, uh, bye guys. Listen to the podcast more.